Look, guys, we need to talk about what the real problem is with why we can't seem to make any progress. And that's because we care too much about our feelings. Right? Let's break it down just as simple as that, right? Our feelings are holding us back from being able to take action and make any kind of progress meaningfully towards whatever direction that we are hoping to go with purpose, with intention, and with our goals that we might have set forth for ourselves, whether that be with our health, with our businesses, our finances, our careers, our relationships with our families, our spouses, you name it, our feelings are what's getting in the way. Now, I say that, right? Not just to grab your attention. Well, mostly to grab your attention, but just to let you know and shed some light that there is some truth to that. There are many times where we get lost in the recesses of our mind and our mind keeps telling us these things that one, we can't accomplish what we hope to, right? Like, damn, I'll never be able to have the body that I wish I could have. Damn, I'll never be able to do the things that I did 20 years ago, right? Where I was feeling strong, I was athletic, I wasn't in pain all the time, or man, I'll just, I'll never be able to grow my business. I'm never going to be, be able to, you're not cut out for it. You're not meant to be successful. Look where you came from. Who do you think you are trying to be happy, right? You're never going to have a happy marriage. You're going to be a loser husband. You're going to constantly disappointing your wife. You're going to be a dumbass father, pardon my language, but you're going to be an idiot father, deadbeat dad. You're constantly going to have your kids angry at you. You're going to let them down all the time. You're not cut out for it, right? These are the voices, right? These are the parts of our brain that keep telling us that we're not going to be able to be successful. And if we listen to those voices for that noise for too long, right? Oftentimes, it's a lifelong thing that we've had to struggle with, battling those, those parts of our brain. And we start to believe it, right? You hear it long enough, you start to believe it. And we start having feelings about those thoughts. And the feeling is fear. For many of us, the feeling is fear. What, is, what if that happens? What if that's true? What if I try that thing? And the voice is right. So what do you do? You end up not doing anything. And by not doing anything, what happens? It becomes true. <laughs> it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You don't take action on the thing that you're afraid to take action on, because what if the worst case scenario happens? Okay. Meanwhile, right? Analyze this. You're not doing anything. You're not making any changes. You're not taking any different actions than you've normally been taking. And then what happens? Nothing, except you keep perpetuating the cycle of feeling stuck and not getting anywhere that you're in over and over and over again. So no, you're not losing the belly fat. You're not getting any stronger. You're still feeling weak as hell. You're still in a lot of pain because your muscles aren't strong enough to move your joints through the motions that they need to be able to perform 
whatever daily activities or hobbies or sports or just a simple fast forward several years, just the ability to get up and down from the chair. You're not able to do those things. Why? You're not taking any different actions. In fact, it's probably it, not probably it is getting worse. It's getting worse. You're getting weaker by the day that you're not pushing yourself harder. You're getting fatter by the day that you're not trying to cut down on eating in excess of what your body's burning. This is what happens when you don't take action. Well, okay. Meanwhile, you're still miserable as hell at your job. You're still broke. Why? Because you didn't change anything, right? You might just step out on a limb and you might start that business or you might partner up with, ah, I take that back. I don't like business partnerships. They, they require a great deal of trust and transparency with another person. And most people aren't capable of that. So you got to make sure somebody is fully aligned with the same intentions that you have and the same work ethic that you have, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to skip out on that. But um, your bank account is not any different than it was yesterday. Why? Because you didn't take any action. You're still hating when the alarm clock goes off in the morning because you're still having to punch the clock at that stupid job that you hate. Or maybe it's your own business that you hate because you created it based out of someone else's expectations of you. Right, You had to prove somebody else wrong. Meanwhile, you never went in on what you felt like your true gift was, what your true purpose was, what God gave you the ability to do to make a difference in this life that you've been given. So you're miserable, right? You've created a job for yourself that you hate. And even worse, your boss is you. So you hate you anyway. So that's why you choose on staying stuck. You don't believe you can do these things. And now it's your boss is yourself. So you hate him double as much. I know I've been there. You didn't do anything different. You didn't take a chance on something different. And it might not even be a, a huge risk. It's just taking a chance is something that's outside the norm of what you're normally doing. Oh, and let's talk about your marriage. Let's talk about your relationship, right? So you're afraid of having an uncomfortable conversation where you're going to have to take ownership for where you have dropped the ball and failed to step up as a man. That would solve a lot of problems in the healing process and moving forward, but you won't do it. So what happens? Do you think she just is going to spontaneously get happier? that your marriage is spontaneously going to get better. All your problems are going to go away. Really? You think that's what's going to happen? How's that going for you so far, brother? It's not. So you can't get mad at the results you don't get from the work you didn't do. And all that starts with you. And I say it, it starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with all of us that don't do anything different but still keep hoping for different things. It's because we're too attached to our feelings, our feelings of, I don't feel like doing that. I'm too afraid if this happens. By the way, at some point, we got to have the courage to step outside our comfort zone and just do the thing. Periods in between each word, do the thing. What's the worst that happens? You try it, didn't work out well. And you can either go back to being miserable with the status quo, or you can figure out, okay, well, that doesn't work doing it that way. 
Maybe there's a different way I need to go about it. Right? Maybe I need to pray for a little bit more direction instead of trying to do it my own way. So I don't want to say that our feelings don't matter, right? Because they do matter. They give us information. And here's the thing is when you let your feelings dictate and drive your decisions, that's when they shouldn't matter as much as, as you make them matter. Right? When your feelings dictate and drive your decisions, then you're a man without direction. There's a lot of alliteration here, a lot of Ds there. I'm pretty proud of myself for that. But I want us to think about things in a manner of another D word, how to create the discipline so that when my feelings try to tell me that I don't want to do something, or I don't feel like doing something because it's going to be uncomfortable, it's going to be scary, it's going to be hard, that we do it anyway. Right. And so that's why I coach a lot of guys when it comes to viewing things through a fitness lens, because the the discipline that it takes to do the difficult things over and over and over again with pushing your body. Right. Pushing outside your comfort zone with with not always succumbing to whatever indulgences you want to have all the time. Right. You can have them, but not all the time, not in excess like you've been having. But being able to create that discipline to push your body to do uncomfortable things, to experience discomfort, mild amounts of pain and discomfort, right? Not major pain, stuff like that. Don't copyright strike me. I'm not trying to, to steal Major Pain's Thunder. Great movie. But creating that, that dedication and that discipline, right? To be able to repeatedly do those difficult things over and over and over again, right? Because you're moving on a direction to work towards a bigger cause. Now, it, a lot of people will say that it's important to create a goal, right? It, and it is important to create a goal. If you don't have a goal, then your actions won't be able to, to be done with any intent or any purpose or structure to achieve a certain thing. So you'll be spinning your wheels. I'm not saying don't have a goal, but when you base it all upon the goal and you reach that goal, right? Because if you're able to stay disciplined and dedicated to do it, you will reach that goal. But once you do, there's that, oh, now what? What now? Right? Let's go back to what I was doing before, which is absolutely nothing and feeling miserable because it does catch back up to you when you stop, right? It's reaching that goal and not having another goal to be able to maintain the habits and the practices and the discipline to be able to be consistent along that, that pathway. So it's just as important to have a maintenance goal, right? Like if, all right, when I reach this goal, now what? Then it is to have the initial goal. Does that make sense? So that's why I view it through the fitness lens because what discipline and discomfort you have to go through to take yourself in a direction that's meaningful to achieve a different outcome than what you've been used to experiencing, which you're not happy with, you're not comfortable with. You don't want to stay there. So you, you push yourself to do these things, right? And I hope you create a, a structured plan that has some flexibility. So it's not rigid, it's not restrictive or anything like that, but it's gonna require you to, to show up and be dedicated and disciplined, right? Repeatedly. And if you're not, we have to figure out what's gonna help pull that lever and push that button to, to keep you on that path. But, but doing so with your fitness and with your health and lifestyle decisions has a 
bleeding effect or a ripple effect over into all these other areas, especially with your business, right? So when you push yourself to do things that are uncomfortable, you become accustomed to that and you start realizing like, oh, the boogeyman's not as bad as I thought he was, right? With fitness, it's that that's that boogeyman of, oh crap, I'm, I'm able to get results and I don't have to live in the gym 24 seven and I don't have to live off of lettuce and boiled chicken and, uh, you know, steamed broccoli 24 seven which has its benefits, right? If you're doing some kind of uh, bodybuilding competition or figure competition, or you got a film role that you're, <laughs> you're preparing for. But what I'm trying to say is that there's some freedom within that structure. And so you start to see yourself operating within that structure and you start realizing like, oh shit, I can, I can do things that I didn't think I was capable of doing. I, I, I hoped I could, but I never saw myself doing it until right now when I'm, when I'm doing it over and over and over again. And so then you get motivated, right? And then that drives more discipline, more consistency, right? It's how do I keep showing up and doing the thing that I don't like to do every day when I don't want to do it? That's what you start to see yourself doing. And so that's contagious and that starts to snowball and that starts to ripple out into other areas. And so with your, your career ventures, your business ventures, you start realizing that it's okay to step outside the comfort zone and know that I'm going to be okay. And I'm able to push through this obstacle and succeed. And, and success is not necessarily whatever initial thing you hoped would happen. It's wow. Okay. I, I tried this. It didn't quite go as expected, but I learned a lot of stuff and now I'm going to apply what I learned into a new direction to get me closer to that goal, or maybe I need to shift the goal, but you can see that carry over into your business, right? Pushing myself outside my comfort zone consistently is the only way I'm going to be able to get a desired outcome. And then lastly, right? Thirdly, you want to talk about why your feelings shouldn't matter when it drives your decisions with how you handle your marriage, your relationship, right? Because doing doing fitness habits right trying to get your butt in shape and stay in shape for a really long time and be able to live a long strong life where you front load all this hard crap now because you're going to make the rest of your life a hell of a lot easier same thing goes for their relationships right you start seeing like okay well i did something really uncomfortable today in the gym kicked my own butt got through it actually feel a lot better about it as a result. I'm going to try this in my relationship. I'm going to talk about this really uncomfortable thing that I know I'm dropping the ball on. I know I'm not stepping up being the man that I need to be in the relationship around the house, leading myself well. So that, that way I can lead my household well. And so I'm going to own up to it and I'm going to have that conversation and I'm going to sit down and say, Hey, I'm dedicated to moving forward and trying to trying to pick up the slack right and trying to lead myself better so that, that way i can lead us better and then get her input right because she'll have input don't be afraid of it and then you two game plan how you're going to go forward right and then that is going to transform your marriage or your relationship or whatever because you're willing to step up and do the hard things. 
right? And see how that all carries over from you wanting to take better care of your body, getting disciplined in those habits to do hard things then. So that way you're become more disciplined to do the hard things in every other area of your life. Because, hey, I've been here. I've done that. I've seen it. It's not that bad. I can get through it. I'm ready for anything. So that's that's why we can be more successful in those three areas, right? And, and kind of like marketers always talk about health, wealth, and relationships, right? We can be more successful in those areas because we're willing to step up and do the hard things. And irregardless of how we feel that day, right? There's a lot of people at the end of their rope, at the end of their marriages, at the end of their failed finances and business, at their failed health, because they chose comfort. They chose to act based on their feelings of not wanting to do uncomfortable things for such a period of time that now their life is massively uncomfortable 24 seven. Now, I want to wrap all that stuff up by saying that ultimately, right? Ultimately, like it's not about this life. That's not the ultimate end goal is having the best life possible here. The ultimate goal like for myself and other believers in Christ is that the ultimate is to be able to make it into to heaven for eternity, right? To get there and say, you know, hey, well done, good and faithful servant. Welcome home, right? And just massive love wrapped around all of us. So that's the ultimate goal. But while we're here, right, I feel like God's given us a purpose to be good stewards of the things that he's blessed us with. And that starts and ends right with our bodies. And this body is a vessel that we've been tasked with managing. So how are you managing your vessel? Right. And is your vessel capable of being a good steward with your finances? Right. Cause he asked us to do that as well. Being a good husband and father. Right. Because you don't have the, the finances in order. So you're absent all the time. And when you are present, you're still absent and, or it's all due to the fact that your health is in the pits, like in the trash. Right. Cause you didn't want to step up and do the hard things every day consistently because you didn't feel like it. I didn't feel good. Right. And you let that drive and dictate your decisions into sedentarism and eating yourself into a stupor most days of your life. Guys, our feelings don't matter if we're unable to fulfill the purpose that we're put here to fulfill as men, right? Everybody's here for a reason. Are you living your life to the fullest? This life as finite as it is. Are you living it to the fullest in order to prepare for what's to come? So gentlemen, I, I want to leave things on that note and just say, there is a, a massive amount of freedom in discipline, right? But 
but we're listening to these voices in our minds that tell us we, we can't do all these things. We don't feel like doing these things. We're not good enough to do these things. And that, that, you know, like to use an analogy from David Goggins when he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, you know, talking about how the, the garage, right. Our brains, our minds are like a garage and we get full of all this crap that doesn't belong in there. So we can't park our car in the garage anymore. Right. We really want this. We got this sweet car. We want to park it in the garage, but we can't because there's all this stuff in there. There's all this crap that's in our way that's preoccupying our thoughts. Like, oh, hey, I could I could park it in there, but I gotta get some stuff out. I gotta move some stuff around. I gotta throw out all the crap that doesn't belong. Damn, that's a lot of work. I don't want to do that. So instead we keep parking in the driveway and leave it to the elements. Right. So you have to declutter your brain from all these pre-existing thoughts of failure and worthlessness and, and knowing that we're not good enough or feeling that we're not good enough and letting that give us feelings about those thoughts of, oh, no, I'm afraid to try. I'm sad about these thoughts that I'm having. All these lies that we're, we're being told, right? If we listen to them. So declutter those thoughts. And start learning the habits of, of discipline and consistency and doing crap when we don't want to do it. Not because it's easy, but because it's hard. And to be able to take pride in that. Right. And know that the ultimate thing, the ultimate voice that we need to hear is in scripture and what God tells us that we are worthy. We are loved. We were put here for a reason that we were formed. Right. Like fearfully and wonderfully made each and every one of us. All right. So guys, I, I want to wrap that up um, the, with this episode of, of saying that you were, you were called to a greater purpose. And the way that you'll discover that purpose is by decluttering your own thoughts that you have about yourself that maybe were given from others, right? Parents, loved ones, whatever, you know, people that are, are blood, but they don't, treat you like family, whatever. Um, and, and listen to ultimately what, what the truth is. And that's what God tells us about ourselves. And we might not have good feelings all the time, right? But we still have to do the work. We still have to do what's necessary and, and to channel that and funnel that all into a physical action, physical activity, exercise, discipline, eating better, right? less crap, more healthy stuff and how that discipline will carry over into every other area of your life. And then you'll find yourself like, Hey man, like I, I'm going to front load now do hard stuff now. So life can get easier later. Well, what if I don't live to be old? All right, cool. But what if you do what you're doing now is going to dictate how you're living later. And I don't want to be that guy that's 60 years old and, and burnt out and, and dried up and not able to do anything because there's a lot of them out there. You might be one of them. Your dad might be one of them. Don't let it be you. Don't let your feelings drive and dictate your decisions on how you want to live your, how you're living your life, right? Realize that your feelings are there to give you information about, oh man, I'm feeling a certain way about this thing. 
where's that coming from? All right, here's what I need to do differently to change the narrative, to change the outcome. All right, and keep it in prayer, stay in prayer, stay in the scripture. All right, guys, thank you for tuning into another episode this week of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. Um, if you're looking for more ways to work with me, if you're catching this on YouTube, check out the description. I'll put the link in there. Um, if you're catching this on the podcast, then check out the show notes and the episode description. I'll also put the links there. Uh, thank you for your support. Thank you for sharing. And uh, until next week, see ya.